0: and we are back with another episode of permanent record presented by simple math matrix and this week we come with you come to you with the album review of the massacre by 50 cent it's your boy mister aka super route three five seven best known as prince Godbody, and i'm joined
1: by the guy king hoopla also known as the kid who lyrics stick to your rib and uh just before we begin uh we're going to start
0: well i want to start just before we begin yeah go on. that the massacre is one of those integral albums to me as far <clears> as <throat> building my opinion on hip-hop mm-hmm um, to this day, I feel like The Massacre is the last gangster, true gangster rap album of all time. And at the time I heard it, it was kind of for our generation, the second one behind Get Rich or Die Trying. But that one, the, the one, when I say that one, and The Massacre was more mainstream and the fact that you had candy shop yeah just a little bit disco inferno, inferno yeah so those radio sync sing- singles <clears throat> broke to the mainstream but when you got to the core of the album it was still a gangster rap album yeah true. and just still pick up heavy numbers on a sophomore album and it not be like a sophomore slump yeah for 50 is what's like crazy for me being
1: a 50 and that. um come to find out the album, because that was back when albums, all albums dropped on a Tuesday. Yeah, so exactly. So you get the full, so you can get the full uh, week to um, get the sound scans. Yeah, in. get these sound scans in in the uh, sales because you know right. physical copies definitely two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Um, but this album dropped on a Wednesday, I think. Yeah, like, it dropped Wednesday. like a day late. Yeah, it dropped like a day late. So for the album to still like sell like one point two or one point one million,
0: that's Exactly, yeah. like... And
1: it, it was the highest selling rap album at the time. Exactly,
0: for, like you said, for it to be the highest selling rap album. What 50 did, uh, his sophomore album, was ridiculous, especially when we speak in the scope yeah. of that sophomore slump. Exactly. Because uh, I was... I'm a little bit older than you, yeah. so like I said, I was there, I went to the, I remember it coming out that day late, mm-hmm. going to go get that CD, like asking my mom to take me and shit, like listening to it first day and shit, yeah. and how big that was, and when you look back in the scope of rap, even like during all, like whose second album was really like 50 Cent's second album? If yeah. it wasn't Kanye West, yeah. it was 50 like it was 50 50 Cent. Cent like, had the 50 only... Cent
1: was the biggest rapper At the time, from 2000, from the time he dropped that first album to the time he dropped that second album, Fifty Cent was the hottest rapper in the game, and he was untouchable. untouchable. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna speak on the other shit, but yeah, because he still had G Unit in between all those years, and that's the reason why he was able to have a year and a half gap between his first uh, his his first and second album, especially during. And that's the thing during that time, people think like nowadays. You know, what I'm saying you have to be quick. What you do have to be quick Yeah. you drop. But back then, you couldn't. You couldn't drop a hot album one year and then take like two years off. Yeah, because people
0: like Dmx would just hit you
1: two years in a row when they were coming back out exactly. like and that. you Still had niggas like Hov who was still dropping like every year. Exactly. And then you have Kanye coming out on it. Like you know, what I'm saying and the the game was very like competitive back then. Exactly, too. like you said, him. Filling his personal off
0: spaces with G-Unit albums, G-Unit projects, the sneakers, the clothes, yeah, the brand, exactly. the video games. That was brilliant. Mm-hmm. 50 Cent, he he showed with that sophomore album that he could keep himself afloat in every ass. Like, he was going to be a name to, to be remembered. Exactly. Damn near for all time yeah. because he was going to keep it around no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that has extended into now, look at the fucking power he Power universe.
1: shit. Look, just look at the BMF. You know what I'm saying? Everything. <clears throat>
0: everything he's put his hand in. What he's he, done with social media. He's extended his longevity, not through his personal art, but through what he endorses. Exactly. And the shit that he funds and, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. This second album, when he, I feel like when he really pulled the success out with this second album, mm-hmm. he realized he was a brand and he yes. a hustler type person. He realized he, he could have that.
1: Transfer that into the uh, music business and transfer that into the entrepreneur. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm mean, saying? That's that's exactly what he did. Because because even
0: with this album, honestly, as highly anticipated <laughs> as it is, the, most of the history around it is about how much of it was leaked mm-hmm. and how much of it was not supposed to be yeah. just 50s album. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? At that or how point, much
1: of it wasn't even on this album oh how much didn't make that yeah didn't make the album yeah. On, yeah on the games album exactly exactly and then you, you
0: there's another thing that goes back 50s influence was so far reached he was the king of new york and writing for the biggest upcoming artist in la at that time exactly. in the game and this was during the time where no point no point any, yeah anybody that would be in that position would only be trying to go bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to give their best shit or even their B crate shit neck you know to the next person. Yeah. But he was doing that with the game. Like game God. Some hate it or love it. Yeah. I just I and, th- and that's the best, way yeah, that of, the, the best way to kind of the the best way to kinda encapsulate that, like how much that the game really like 8 off of 50's writing Mm -hmm. like no matter how you want to put it and when it comes back to it we know that 50 has a wicked pen and he was writing for the game when you look at the massacre and you see that one of the bonus tracks on the massacre is that "Hater Love, Love It" remix, remix. the All Star G Unit remix, you kind of put two and two together. Like, this probably was a G Unit song, yes. you know, especially with Mary J on it, mm-hmm. from being from her brand from New York. This was a, a G Unit song way before it was a game song. Yeah, and it's wild to see that a hit like that, that 50, not only had more. But was able to transition something like that—that that was an all-star squad hit—into something that was just a game solo, him and game song that propels game into the national South spotlight. Yeah, exactly. That makes him the next big thing. Mm-hmm. 50's versatility as not only a rapper but a writer is really what's showcased on this album because he has the hardest songs on the album like i'm supposed to die tonight yeah but exactly. then there's god gave me style mm-hmm. and then there's rider music you know what i'm saying those all three of those songs sound completely different but they're all fucking perfectly executed as far as songwriting goes exactly yeah
1: 50, 50 pin is immaculate he definitely does showcase that on a lot of these songs yeah and <clears throat> And damn, what the fuck! And then speaking of one of my favorite songs, was "Gaming Style," which yeah, coming from, like that's the first song he wrote for this album. Yeah, like, that's you know what I'm saying? Crazy. That's, that's crazy. And the thing about it was, Fifty had said that he um he had wrote it for his grandmother, and then when he said he uh when he showed it to us we played it for his grandma. and everything, she said she loved it, mm. but she was also like, don't um. Don't turn away from what with the which you made the people love you for. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying it's talking about Still go back still to Still go what back you were, to that gangster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This still going to listen yeah, gangsters. Yeah. And that's what Fifty said he was doing with this album. Because that intro the
0: first three tracks of the massacre, uh, this is fifty mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to die, and then the intro before it yeah. is he comes in in a way that he enforces himself like, hey, I, y'all know who I am like this is 50 50 is in this bitch he's about to wreck fucking havoc mm-hmm. he is the kingpin nobody's fucking touching 50 and they weren't that's the thing even socially people were not fucking with 50 50 it was at that point where he was trying to cross over into dating like Vivica Fox yeah, exactly. and all these women going into
1: like the, the real celebrity stuff yeah the real celebrity
0: world but he's still the biggest gangster rapper in the yeah, exactly. world you know what I'm saying so he's saying all that shit and then I'm I'm supposed to die tonight
1: and then this whole time he's still kind of beefing with john rule too he's beefing, he's beefing with everybody you gotta figure yeah.
0: piggy bank is just Shot. his second real big uh, uh Distract. fuck you yeah, yeah fuck you distracted industry
1: because yeah he said um how to rob how to rob like, that's first one. piggy yeah. bank for real like he's a lot in, in piggy bank he's just in fat joe Jada Kiss. Mob D he's just everybody. Nice. Anybody that could have been
0: popular, Khalees. Yeah. Like anybody that could have been popular then that time. But that's another brilliant thing about 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fifty Cent is the best at playing. He really showed it with this album. He's the best at playing the media. Mm-hmm. Because at this point he's made his money. He doesn't give a fuck about no rap beat for real for real. If it's not in the streets and even if it's in the streets, he's dating vivica Fox. He's getting He's crossing out of it, you know what I'm saying, beyond certain shit. But for real for real, with piggy bank, fifty cent like his like you said, his grandmother said, he went back to what he knew. How to rob really got him fucking popping. Yeah. So you know what he did when he got on a bigger scale? He made a piggy bank.
1: Did the same damn And Piggy Bank riled everybody up. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? He told Fat Joe that that, that fat l- nigga l- thought lean back was in the club. Uh, My shit sold 11 mil. Your shit was that's a dud. Red. And like that, that is a fucking, that's a slight, that's a, that's a diss. That's a but that's fact.
1: Yeah. And that's what Fifty said. He said, "Yeah, I'm not just I'm not just making shit up. I'm calling shit out that's real. You know what I'm, you saying? what I'm saying? I see everything. 50's
0: braggadocious, fucking arrogant persona was established through the music first, if anything. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? It's always been him, and this is his third real time out as far as doing an album." A lot of people say it's the second 50 Cent album, but honestly, it's the third 50 Cent album, Yeah. Uh, but the the second mainstream one, but he's always been in the lane that 50 Cent is going to step on you, he's going to be the biggest guy in the room, because he feels like he deserves to be, and once he's achieved it, he's going to fucking rub your face in it.
1: He's going to get some bars.
0: Exactly. You know i saying.
1: I think. I think. I think that's what kind of just not, think, not talking uh, yeah, about the fact uh, that yeah, a that lot 50's of people, still got bars.
0: A lot of people underestimate the fact that 50 Cent is legitimately probably top 20 rappers all the time, and that's me being loose with it. Yeah, I could tighten up and say 15 for Earl.
1: Yeah, I've never. anything about about I never even thought about it to put him in that category cause But 50, why not? 50, but 50 has always been bigger than his music. Almost. Of course, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, because he's
0: great, he's always known that the the popularity his music garnered mm-hmm. could create a brand, right. and that's what this that's what I feel like this whole sophomore album is about.
1: Because and the, people always negate his uh like we his ability as a songwriter too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, cause you see. He has Because um, to make in the club then make Disco Inferno.
0: Also, Candy Shop.
1: And, and I'm saying, I'm saying those two specifically because those are essentially the same songs, and the way they are, like the way they and
0: the way that the club song. Yeah, the way that the club one's song. One's a girl song. One's a yeah one one's a club song though. i feel like that's totally different disco inferno was made for 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 the reggae me remix for the career you know what i'm saying for the yeah, 1500 yeah. remixes No, nah, I, I don't know how know big they true. were as a
1: kid when i was a, as far as popularity alive. on the radio yeah, yeah but as far as
0: i feel like their aim and what they were achieving to do nah, totally different totally different Possibly. candy
1: shop yeah. was for the girls the kids i didn't say candy he, shop you said candy shopping uh, i said in the club and in disco inferno
0: Oh okay yeah okay okay yeah, yeah. that's I'm mistaken I I'm, mistaken. Those I'm mistaken then yeah yeah, yeah those right. are
1: the same songs but in that case do you think that no I'm saying like for somebody because that's just knowing like that's like how nowadays where a nigga can make how Young Thug and Gunna can make three skis same three yeah. skis. Within four years, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly
0: what it is. Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent on that. In that aspect, I do uh, track myself back. I feel like it worked before and it worked again. Exactly. 50, he was a, a genius songwriter. Mm-hmm. This second album for him, through every track, is it's a storytelling because. Even with the features, that perfectly placed. Yeah, exactly. You don't really get a lot of features on this album. And it's That's like a, one it's, thing you don't.
1: And it's a twenty-two song, well, twenty-two song album with yeah. remix. Yeah. Cause, and "Gatman and Robin" is one of my favorite songs when it came out. Really? Yeah. Cause "Toy like Soldier" that. was mine. Oh, "Toy Soldier," yeah.
0: I feel like "Toy Soldier" is the best, um, the best fucking feature on the album. Tony Yayo. Cause the thing is, nobody really had heard much of Tony Yayo. Yeah. The alter of, of Felon was coming around out around that time, mm-hmm. so he was trying to dip him in the waters of the public, and that shit worked. Waves in my head like a tsunami hit it. <laughs> I remember fucking repeating that shit in fifth grade over and over and over. In my homeboy getting cause that bar was so fucking hard. It
1: was that hard, bro. Yeah, bro. That
0: bar is still that hard. I'm telling you what. How 50 Cent introduced. Tony Ayo into the public mm-hmm. especially with the power of the Massacre is something I feel like is also underrated mm-hmm. because he had the, the rest of the guys have been able to be out and be on tour and be in the public eye, yeah. Tony Ayo hadn't so Tony Ayo had the only spot in G-Unit on the album
1: Yeah. Oh, he did though. That's fair.
0: He had the only spot in G-Unit that wasn't Olivia and Olivia really doesn't count because mm-hmm. uh, she's not, you know, at G-Unit the G-Unit, she's G G-Unit Records. Yeah. So, he, he was the only guy in G-Unit that got a spot on the biggest album of, that was supposed to be and is still the biggest gangster rap album of the times.
1: that's yeah, true. So, but you know what I'm saying,
0: 50 really looked out. He really looked back and, you know, hand back a pack to Tony yeah, Ayo. Yeah, with yeah, that tell, right. yeah, definitely. There's a, a lot, look like, they, 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 not only just putting on Tony Yayo, but the... The fucking mix of producers he did with this. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about
1: that. I don't even know the real mix of producers. Because I just know how he didn't... He ha- he took an unbiased approach to picking producers. And how so? He, um... he Instead of just asking for producers, he just asked them to put uh, the songs... Like the tracks on... um. Blank CDs Yeah And he would like Just say number them Like uh, CD 1, CD 2 and 3 Like that And just rap over them And then pick from those I think ultimately He had like 60 songs For this album oh, I could see that I could definitely yeah, yeah, see had, that Yeah he had like 60 songs For this album So just imagine All the producers And all the um, songs That didn't make the cut And the producers That did make it You know what I'm saying Pink. And I think, and I, think uh, I think a lot of the producers That came on this album Were up and coming Had to be Yeah that he just picked Yeah
0: Cause I was looking back And I didn't uh, recognize too many names, Mm -hmm. honestly, from the Massacre's production. Actually, pull up the production credits if you can real quick. Because the production on the Massacre is another thing that really, like, we always talk about albums and a a permanent record that have a thematic feeling, Mm -hmm. like it feels like a movie. And the Massacre is really one of those albums. And for it not to be produced by one producer makes that even more shocking. Like, for 50 Cent to have the curation brain to put together beats in a sequencing order that damn near sound like a movie that he's pretty much coming up with the entire concept for is out of this world. Yeah. 50 is a lot more creative than a lot lot of people give him credit for, and I still don't understand that, seeing as how he's done so much as far as music, film, and TV. You know what I'm saying? He's done everything but... The stage as far as uh immediately popular entertainment goes. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, 50 is uh let me see those production credits yeah. real quick. Eminem's on a lot of them credits too. Oh yeah, there is
0: a lot of Eminem, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Scott's Store, Tech mm-hmm. Disco DQ Beats. Yeah.
1: Well yeah, this, this is this uh the album the album production is uh crazy. My favorite beat um gotta be Ski Maskway.
0: Ski Maskway is not is not is the is the fucking hands down best beat. Yeah. That breakdown in the last in that yeah. last bridge part, that last bridge and, <laughs> and <laughs> is stupid. Yeah. And Ski Mad that's another and people oh, we want to talk about fucking writing baltimore love thing oh not Talking God. about ski mat, baltimore love, love thing mm-hmm. is one of those long form metaphors mm-hmm. that if you like when i was younger i did not get it it's not one of those things you really get until maybe somebody tells you or you really think about you it because a baltimore love thing being a fucking ode to, or ode to, to a heroin. woman from heroin yep. like when honest like honestly when was it that you figured out that a Baltimore love thing oh, was probably, about probably, an addiction?
1: Um probably within the past couple of years I, you know what I'm saying when I revisit this album. Yeah. Because the way he writes
0: it in such a long form metaphor and the point of view he takes is you could especially when it came out, I was in fifth grade when this album fourth fifth grade when this yeah. album came out. It was still my favorite album. I thought it was just a regular love song. Love song yeah. But it wasn't until I got to probably like Junior high, middle, junior high. I listened to it again, and I said, "Oh shit! Fifty Cent is a fucking genius. This song is is actually like one of those. Like if people Mm -hmm. are talking about when people talk about lyricism and real rap, Nas rap from the point point of view of a gun. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? People love that shit.
1: 50 Still, yeah. raps
0: from the point of view of a drug, and I feel like, honestly, a Baltimore love thing is one of the most underrated and overlooked songs in hip-hop history as far as how well it's written mm-hmm. as f- in, uh, in relation to the subject it's written about. Yeah, about
1: a subject matter. Yeah. I think yeah, it's definitely one of the best concept songs in hip-hop. That doesn't get talked about enough.
0: I, why do you think that is? Uh, is it because think, it's on also on the one of the best
1: the rap album yeah, yeah And it's also And it's also um, It's also 50 Cent too Who's a very con- Like who was also bigger Like I'm saying Bigger than his music So, so you're saying People even, don't take 50 seriously Nah I think people I think people didn't Cause I think The the songs that were singles Were singles Like you know what I'm saying well, Of course Yeah like those are the songs That are always gonna be talked about Of course this album So that's how I think Songs like this get lost in the mix but real, that's a deep cut.
0: But real hip hop fans, this is not a deep cut. I don't think Baltimore Love Thing or um, Ski Mask Way. I don't think necessarily... Ski Mask Way is. Why not? Why what? Would... Because of production. Why is it not a deep? Do you think more people know about it? Honestly? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think I think Ski Mask Way is gonna be talked about more than uh. Do you think like it's in not- in a fifty in the fifty conversation? I think somebody's gonna bring up Ski Mask Way before they bring up a Baltimore Love Thing. Which speaks to, yeah. speaks, speaks to his image. That only speaks to that image. image. Yeah. yeah, So I think, but but now that he's transitioned
0: into the shit he's doing now, why wouldn't they bring up Baltimore Love
1: thing? I don't know. I think, and I think that's a good point to bring up because that does make sense. Because re- that is kind of like it is almost like a power, uh, a power script. Yeah. When you look at the song, if is you were it? to break down the lyrics of that song. He's always been brilliant the with the writing It's yeah. just He may be necessary he that write, opportunity. Didn't, he, didn't he write most of Give Richard Die Trying? The yeah. actual movie? I am not sure about I that I don't know I'm not sure about that but I, I, would, I would say I he, he definitely, definitely had to have Input on his own life Yeah exactly He did uh, yeah.
0: He oversaw that part um, As far as this album You think this is a better outing Than
1: Give Richard Die Trying? Mm. You see, I was dreading this question because I haven't listened to Get Richard or Die like a couple months. <laughs> but no, <laughs> nah, I don't, because Get Richard or is one of the, is one of the if not top five best rap debut albums of all time, and it's definitely top ten best rap albums of all time. Easy. Wait, hold on, Get Richard or I
0: I agree with you, but honestly, I will say as a complete album. I gotta take the massacre over. Get Richard trying. The massacre has every single point you would want to hit in a rap album. He starts off gritty. It's all well written. Like we, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. been our focal point of yeah, this exactly, shit. Is that yeah. 50 Cent is an amazing writer. Like that's what is overlooked about everything in his career, but mostly about this album. Is he's an amazing writer. He switches. The ambience of the album flawlessly and very definite stages of the album, mm-hmm. as opposed to sticking to kind of just one. I mean, it's not saying that Give Richard Dodge. I love Give Richard Dodge, mm-hmm. right? I love them damn near equally. But Massacre is just better. When you have better resources, Only, it's better. When you have better, yeah, that, better selection I don't know. of groceries, the food's want to taste better. And that's just how the Masquerade is for me. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. 50 is not.
1: Yeah, Nate Dogg and Get That tried. That's that's a crazy list to come out with. I mean, it's it's
0: crazy. I agree with you. Nate Dogg's crazy, but the the way that the masks put together is I I
1: nah, I won't I'm not knocking in the masker at all. Like you know what I'm saying? That's just me personally. Yeah. But I can say and that's I can say this. I'll give it to the masker only simply because 50 kind of made this album himself. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Giver eazy that Trying was definitely heavily influenced by M and Dr. Dre, you know what I'm saying? Because this was his first. Album. Yeah, that's you know true. Yeah, they were trying so, to. In so, like you said, it still it, it still goes hand to hand. with you you got better now, so yeah. you got more better. You got more resources now. So, of course, now Fifty knows what he wants. Yeah. He knows how he wants to make his album. That's why I give him that. So yeah, I can more can creative control over this album. So, that's why I can give it to Maska. and you definitely hear it. Yeah, cause now Fifty knows his time. That's just beyond
0: polish, yeah. Yeah, massacre. Like I said, it's the best gangster rap album of all time for a reason. The Best gangster it's rap album. It's thought out. It's crafted. It's polished. Hmm.
1: That's another conversation of itself. I don't know if it
0: is, cause I feel like it's an open and shut case. A
1: lot of gangsters. A lot of gangster rap albums out there. Yeah, especially they, the first time. Not com- like
0: the massacre. I know.
1: None of them but have gone to the massacre's level. I don't know. That's cause. Shit has to walk so shit can fly like this. It's been 20
0: years, damn near. I mean, I'm not talking
1: about recent time. I'm just, not talking about recent time. I'm talking about all time. Yeah, exactly. Prior no, to the massacre. Nobody's
0: tried with 50. 21 did, but it's still not the same thing.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 21 still, came out on something different. Yeah. But that's a whole different, I don't know. Uh, 21's the
0: closest to 50 yeah, i have No,
1: nah, no, I think 21's just the, the last gangster rapper. The close thing to a gangsters, right? Yeah, I guess I agree Except, with that. Like yeah. and I give Nudie that that lane too. Well yeah, saying? I know what you're saying, yeah. Uh, but as
0: far as the Massacre, you got anything else? Favorite track?
1: Uh Ski way, uh, Piggy Bank and um God gave me style.
0: Minor Ski Mask Way, and Baltimore Love Thing. Mm. Hands down, least favorite
1: track. Um, damn. You know, it's crazy. It used to be um it used to be Batman and Robin. It probably still is Gatman and Robin. But I do like that song, though. And I do like Eminem's verse, too. Uh, I do. Yeah, that song's not bad. It's the one with
0: Olivia. The summer winter's oh, just, bang I like and that fall. song, though. I, I fucking do. hate that song. <laughs> um that's bank and fall. I hate that song. That's You're my, my favorite. you my baby. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I hate actually that fucking song. I actually like that song. song. Yeah, that's my least favorite.
1: Dude, I, like the, I, like cause I like the trumpets on it. And that's I fair. Trump, that's I like the production. That's
0: fair. Mm-hmm. I didn't think out. You want to get out before we get out of here for the week?
1: Uh, let me see. Let me rather. see. Let me see. Let me see. I don't know. Was it something else? I don't think I think it was everything. Mm-hmm.
0: Trying to think, what else was it that we wanted to maybe cover about the massacre? Um, I don't think. Oh, was,
1: the original name of it. Oh, the Saint Valentine's Day yeah, Massacre after the yeah. uh, Saint
0: Valentine's Day Massacre But those motherfuckers posed and scuffs and then sprayed up.
1: Yeah, sprayed up a whole motherfucker. His Sweet. album still
0: is popular. If it's namesake Valentine's Day, mask. No,
1: that's too much of, That's a mouthful It's not though Because trying Is a mouthful Exactly But I don't know And it's supposed to And it's supposed to leak I mean it's supposed to drop The day of The day after Valentine's yeah, Day Yeah Or another
0: day I thought it was supposed to
1: uh, When's Valentine's Day?
0: Who knew? Back in June <laughs> I mean yeah, exactly. I think it's Always the same yeah. date What's it? 14th of February damn It you. came out February 15th It was supposed uh, to come out February 15th Oh, uh, okay
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah You want to give our outro? Uh,
1: no, nah, I want you to
0: all right, and so this has been another episode of Permanent Record, presented by Simple Math Matrix. Here's your boy, Mr. A.K. Super Out Three Five Seven, best known as Prince Godbody. And before I sign off, I want to say, please subscribe, follow. Uh, Also on all platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube most specifically. You're probably watching this on YouTube. Actually, I know you're watching this on YouTube. So make sure that you subscribe down below. Uh, Hit that bell for the notifications and shit. Make sure you like. Leave a comment. You know, talk shit. Let us know what your favorite track from The Massacre is. And what your least favorite track is. And what your most interesting 50 cent fact is. And maybe we'll get back to you. We are signing off. It's been great to be with y'all. Peace. Peace. I don't know.